guys, welcome back to the Mill Spouse Moment podcast. This week we're going to be discussing the five love languages and I'm so happy um, I have been waiting to do this episode and we're going to get right into happy crappies um, and yeah. So first of all, my happy. Um, I finally am in my new apartment at school. I'm ready for my senior year of college and... Um, I finally got my room completely set up, and I'm actually going to be doing a whole blog post on this. Um, I'll have my blog post, or my blog linked in the, um, episode description, but I just started it. I'm not really, um, doing a whole lot on there yet, but I'm going to make a blog post about how I transform my room because I'm really, really proud of it. Um, so yeah, that's going to be happy, and then just starting classes up, I started, um, last Monday. So I had a week of classes so far, and it's been going well, um, kind of just getting a, uh, feel for the, you know, whole new college lifestyle with, uh, coronavirus, but, yeah, I'm just excited. Um, so for my crappy, I don't know if anyone noticed, but I did take a while off from filming the podcast. Um, I just wasn't in a good headspace for a while, um, my boyfriend and I were kind of going through a weird, like, phase in our relationship, um, which I'm going to discuss in a minute, but, yeah, so I just really had no motivation to do the podcast, but I'm so happy that I'm back doing this again, um, so basically we're just kind of struggling to communicate with, um, like, a schedule of how we wanted to talk and stuff like that. Um, of course, I know I mentioned this in my video about what to expect for, um, long distance, but honestly, like, after that, um, episode, I kind of just, like, spiraled into, like, a little depressive episode, um, because, like I mentioned in that episode, very busy, um, with the things that he's doing right now, um, in the service, and I just was really struggling um so eventually we kind of made a schedule of times that we can talk and it's been working out so well and the mental health is just so much better um I do want to touch a little bit on mental health just really quickly um I wanted to share my experience um with some counseling that I've been doing and um so I've been using BetterHelp this is not sponsored at all um but I was struggling with a lot of anxiety and a little bit of depression, I think, within the past year, probably. And it only got worse after um, my boyfriend left for the army. Um, so, yeah, I signed up for BetterHelp and I got a discount for being, like, a student. And um, they have some, like, financial aid type stuff that helps cut the price also i know there probably are a lot of um codes and stuff you can use from other podcasts um but yeah so it's just a monthly fee depending on like i said if you have financial aid it's anywhere probably like 20 to 40 bucks a month um which is very inexpensive for therapy and like i said it is talk therapy um actually i don't know if i mentioned that but yep it's talk therapy and you're kind of matched with a therapist um, and they just, 
message you kind of whenever it's just kind of I use it mostly just kind of messaging back and forth with my therapist and then there are live sessions that you can do which I do like once a week podcasting is hard guys I'm not gonna lie um so yeah it's kind of really whenever I'm just feeling super anxious or something like that I can know that I have someone always there that can help me through things and she's really helped me with just a lot of different like um coping mechanisms and stuff like that so I've been feeling really really good lately and I'm so happy for that and I just wanted to let you guys know that there is no problem with getting help and reaching out for help if you're in a super bad mental state because coming from someone who grew up and having no like trauma I had nothing bad happen to me as a kid it is really like weird to have these like anxiety feelings and depression stuff like that because you are wondering where it's coming from and so much of it is literally in your brain that you cannot help so just getting someone to talk through things with you is like so important i think um so yeah that's my little spiel on mental health i just wanted to add that in there just because i've been wanting to share that but yeah we are going to get right into the five love languages and i'm so excited for this so i had known what the love languages were for a couple years i'd heard it in actually a sermon at church um and yeah i just knew a little bit about it not too much but um over the summer i read the um five love languages by gary chapman i actually read the military version but there's a regular version as well um and so the military one just kind of caters to like specific examples to military relationships but if you don't want to listen to that one there's the regular one as well um yeah so it's basically kind of the story of the five love languages and the fact that people do not give and receive love in the same way so everyone gives love and receives love differently um the way you want to be loved isn't always how others or your partner wants to be loved um and a lot of times couples have different love languages and i think it's really really important and i know for me reading the book has like completely opened my eyes um and helped myself in my relationship a lot and just knowing how i can love my partner better and stuff like that um so i'm going to kind of go into the five languages and i'm going to discuss what mine is and um my partner's is and stuff like that and yeah just give a little spiel about all of them so i'm going to just start with um what my love language is and that is words of affirmation so this is if you feel most loved um by your partner when they speak like kind loving words to you um this person kind of thrives off recognition and reassurance um so a lot of times when they're not feeling loved it might be because partner hasn't expressed that reassuring you know phrases to them a lot or something like that um I know for me I have a really hard time not um talking to my boyfriend after a long like period of time um just because I feel like even though 
I know this is not true. Again, this is just how I feel most loved. I feel like when we're not talking and he's not like expressing those things to me that he doesn't love me. So that's kind of like, I know that's like in my head kind of thing. But that's just because I feel most loved when he's, you know, telling me like, oh, like, I love you and all that kind of stuff. So, um, they don't necessarily need to be showered with compliments. Um, it's more of like, thank yous, you know, like, and I appreciate you. I'm proud of you. Like, you're amazing. Like, good job on your homework assignment that you got a good grade on or your test or whatever whatever it is just words of affirmation to um make your partner just feel more loved kind of um and then number two is quality time and i believe this and maybe one other one is um, my partner joey's um, love language but um so quality time is like uninterrupted time that the two of you have together um, their worst fear is like canceled dates or canceled plans because they really thrive and feel super loved. <coughs> super loved from having that like one-on-one interaction with their partner. Um, then this doesn't mean just like Netflix and chill. I mean sitting together with no distractions and just having one-on-one conversation um, not, yeah, like I said, not sitting and watching TV together, although that is quality time, and they probably do really enjoy that. To feel most loved, they really want that, like, one-on-one bonding time, and also that means kind of, like, doing things together, so maybe you're making dinner together, um, maybe you're going on more of, like, an adventure type date where you can, like, do something together, just, like, quality, good time, going for a walk where you can just talk and just be together those are like their best um times where they feel most loved um next is receiving gifts and i feel like a lot of people misinterpret this and think it's super like this conceited and like um stuff like that but selfish kind of but it doesn't always mean it has to be something like super crazy expensive and super elaborate it's just because it shows like effort and thought that that's why they feel so loved so when you're getting your partner a little card on your way home from work it just shows that you were thinking about them in that moment um and put a little time and effort into just grabbing something for them um like i said something really small a card you know flowers once in a while something like that or even if you can't afford something you could make your um <coughs> even if you can't afford something make your partner a little coupon for one free um back massage or like something like that that's a that's that's a gift that you can give them that's free um and it's the smallest thing you know it's just something simple to know that you're thinking of them next we have um acts of service and um this one is just basically kind of self-explanatory doing an act of service for your loved one um maybe it's chores around the house something like that but laziness and like lack of help and support and service makes them feel very unloved um so a lot of times i remember in the book specifically 
um, Gary Chapman had mentioned a story about a husband and wife, and the wife had go um, had come to see him in therapy. Gary Chapman is a um, marriage therapist, I believe, and she just said she can't get her husband, or she can't she doesn't feel loved at all by her husband, um, and he kind of guided her to find out that um, his love language was active service and she wasn't doing anything to help really around the house at all he kind of felt like he was doing everything and that just ultimately left him feeling kind of unloved so i might be mixing that story up a little bit i don't remember honestly one of something along those lines um and yeah so just don't be lazy with your partner um if their love language is active service just do something nice for them every once in a while and they will feel um, okay, last one is physical touch, and I'm going to start this by saying this does not necessarily mean being, like, sexually intimate. Um, this is just kind of a physical presence, a feeling your partner more, holding hands, hugs, kisses, um, are big ones, and then even just, like, small touches, like, if your, um, partner is in the kitchen, doing dishes just coming up and just giving them a little hug from behind or something like that just so they know that you're physically there for them um is really really loving and um good for them i think so those are the love languages and um yeah like i said um this has completely changed my like view on having a partner and how um, I can show them that I appreciate them more and that I love them more just because, like I said at the very beginning, everyone feels love different and everyone expresses their love different. So it's so important to find out um, what your partner's is and they can um, find out what yours is. I would definitely recommend maybe reading the book together. Um, if you're long distance, that could be something really fun for you to... Um, doing your time apart you know like each read a chapter or two a week and then on your facetime or call or something like that um you know discuss what you thought about this and this or whatever really so i really encourage you to read the book um i know it's on audible i'm sure it's at like your local library um it's in most stores it's a very well-known book and Gary Chapman has some other books that I'm currently reading that I'm really enjoying. Um, and yeah, overall, I just think it's a really valuable tool to understand um, how couples work together and stuff like that. So we're going to wrap today's podcast up with quote of the week. And this is one that I just found on Pinterest. Um, and I just lost it. Crap. Um it says it's by an unknown author and it's a quote it just says true love is about growing as a couple learning about each other and never giving up on each other um and this just really ties the whole thing together like i said how i was having kind of a struggle um with my partner earlier in the month and um just learning a lot about these love languages um has really helped us to know how the other person is feeling and um just learning more about your partner is the best way to grow together um 
and yeah that's kind of my spiel for this week um if you like it be sure to leave a review or a little rating whatever check out my blog i'm gonna have that linked below i also have my um instagram down below but overall i hope you guys are having a great week whenever you're hearing this and thank you guys for listening